Welcome back to Cordside Chat. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm here with our other host, Sam. Hello. Today, we're going to be getting into a few different things. We're going to be talking about Harden yet again, but hopefully, it will be over now. Now yeah. that he has been traded, hopefully, it will be over. Hopefully. We're going to start off with Harden. We're going to get into Luka and the Mavs. Celtics recently beat the Pacers by a whole lot of points. Lillard and Bucks had a good first game, but off to a slower start now. We're going to talk about the Grizzlies suffering a bit without Ja. Jalen Duran with the Pistons is playing great so far. Scoot seems a little underwhelming. And then we're going to get into Chet and Wemby a little bit in their ongoing battle. Mm-hmm. So Harden. Finally, finally, finally out of Philadelphia after a many-month battle with the front office. Uh, he got traded to Los Angeles Clippers uh, along with P.J. Tucker in exchange for Robert Covington who is coming back to the Sixers, excuse me, Nick Batum and Marcus Morris, plus a couple of first-round picks. Uh, I'm sad. I had <laughs> tickets to watch him play in like you a did. month and a half. You did. That That's pretty unfortunate. but And they're playing the Rockets, which I want to see play, but the main reason for going was to watch Harden again. Yeah. But uh, he, I, as a Sixers fan, uh, I'm – not exactly happy to see him gone, but I'm happy the mess is over. Yeah. Um, it, it was happening. It happened a lot quicker in the season than I was expecting it to, which is a good thing. I was I was thinking that he was going to be, you know, still on the roster for like another month or two. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad that something was able to happen early. But. Well, as oh a my God, uh, excuse as me. a newfound Clippers fan. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> a newfound <laughs> Clippers fan. Oh man. I mean, I'll still watch the Sixers, but uh, now, now, because for anybody who's just tuning in, I'm a Rockets fan, but the Rockets are absolutely terrible. Yeah. And I, I, I love James Harden. So any teams he's on, until the Rockets are good, I want that team to win. And you I, love Paul George. I was gonna say I love Paul George. I've been saying this. I've told you this before, throughout time, that I'd love to see Harden and Paul George play together. It's a little late. But hopefully it'll still uh, still be good. So now they have Russ, Harden, Paul George, Kawhi. It's a pretty stacked lineup. Very stacked lineup. Uh, I still don't believe in them. I I don't necessarily. Either. Yeah, I mean, like they have such a good team on paper, but their depth could use some work. Uh, we still haven't seen like a full season of Paul George and Kawhi being like consistently dominant together it's the health yeah exactly and load management which maybe we'll see like a decline in uh with the new rule which we really haven't so far there's been a lot of stars that have sat out yeah um but either way james harden on his new team he had his press conference today uh and he had a couple of comments uh a couple things to say about the front office he started off by more or less saying that he imagined himself retiring in Philadelphia. He loved the fans. He loved his teammates. He loved everything about the city, but the front office felt otherwise and did not want to keep him around, according to James Harden. Uh, He then goes on to say that he felt like he was on a leash (laughs) under under Doc Rivers' system and then goes on to say, I am not a system player. I am a system. (laughs) 
very dramatic, that's what, bold words. That's what Houston taught him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, first he, of all, cap, not true. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's true what, at he, all. He's a system. No. Yeah, I don't. That's like he's a fantastic generational player, one of the best like offensive talents probably ever. Yeah, for sure. Especially but, during his like MVP years. Yeah, but like. He hasn't made the finals since he was on the Thunder, where he wasn't even the best player. And I will say, though, to defend that, he would have made it when Chris Paul got hurt. I It's tough to say, but it's definitely possible. I firmly believe that he would have made it, and I firmly believe that they would have had a better chance to win. It's it's tough to say, but it's, it's definitely possible. Either way, um, just like... The past few years of his career specifically, he has no room to be saying that anymore. Yeah. Um, maybe during his MVP year when he was still in Houston. Not now. <laughs> not now. Well, in um, Houston, he, he was the system. No, yeah, That's he was. Not wrong. It's just since then, he is he, not. <laughs> he was the best player in Houston for like almost 10 years. So yeah. I, I get why he thinks that, but he's wrong. He's just wrong. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Harden drama hopefully is finally over now, uh, unless yeah. he decides to keep chirping the Sixers, but we'll, we'll see. see. Now it's time for Maxi to take his place. Yeah, exactly. And he's been playing pretty damn well. Maxi, by the way, Eastern Conference Player of the Week. I saw that. Dope of him. Very proud of him. Hopefully he does more of that. Uh, and Jokic was the Western Conference, but I don't care about that. <laughs> uh, so basically next we're just going to talk about uh, how teams are doing so far, how the best players are playing, yep. stuff like that. Um, starting off, um, up until the game that was played last night, uh, Luka Doncic was averaging a 40-point triple-double through, oh, really? through three games, yeah. Um, and then last night he only scored 18 points, Damn. Uh, but it lowered his averages down to a measly 34, <laughs> 10, and 10. So he's going for that MVP. Yeah, statistically at least. And the Mavericks are undefeated. They're, along with the Celtics, the only undefeated teams in the league. So they're off to a very good start. A very surprising start, I think, for most people. The the Celtics are one to be reckoned with. Yeah. I I think they might be my call for... The championship? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... They're looking uh, pretty damn good. Uh, they just beat the Pacers by 50. Yeah. I, I mean, early off, they're probably looking like the most dominant team. It's just... It's so hard when you have so many guys out there who can do everything. Mm-hmm. Like, between Tatum, Brown... Like, Tatum and Brown were already, like, super good. They got them to a championship. Mm-hmm. But then you add in Porzingis, who has been showing signs of only being great. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of hard to stop that. And you have Drew Holiday. Yeah. Like... The team that team's kind of insane. <laughs> yeah, they they have pretty incredible depth. I mean, like it's it's kind of insane how they uh improved yeah. last from last year. I know. Like they added Porzingis, Andrew Holiday, like you just said, and then Tatum and Brown obviously aren't really slowing down. And I don't think anybody was expecting them to become better than they were. Uh I know I wasn't. So seeing them be this good is kind of scary. Yeah, I think I think they're definitely going to be the one seed by the end of the year. Yeah, 
We're going to get into Lillard and Bucks in a second because Lillard had a really good first game, but aside from that, it's been a little shaky. Mm-hmm. But I think the Celtics definitely kind of won getting Drew Holiday. Not that they traded between teams necessarily. but No, yeah. but uh, They definitely are better off with Drew than the Bucks are with Dame. Yeah, because the thing about Damian Lillard is that he's a scoring first point guard, and I feel like the Bucks kind of need a facilitator. Yeah. Um, they don't have that as much anymore. They kind of just have a lot of... Offensive ability. Yeah. I mean, they have pretty well-rounded defense, obviously a lot of offensive talent, but, like, at least off the top of my head, I can't name, like, a really good playmaker on their team. Yeah, no, they don't have anybody specific that I would really name. I think it's just kind of... Dame, I mean, Dame probably is the best playmaker. It's just yeah, of course. Like he's not a bad playmaker, but he's definitely a scoring first player, and he's had a few games so far where he has just like not been scoring that well. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still gonna take some time because he's adjusting to being on a team with other stars. He's never really had that. Yeah, I mean, uh, just like we were talking about with the Celtics, like they brought in new players though, and even though they definitely are not filling up as big of a role as Damian Lillard is, they seem to be fitting into the system very nicely. So I wonder, is it just like a fluke that the Celtics are this good so far and they'll kind of come back down to earth? Or are the Bucks going to explode and then they'll just be two juggernauts in the East? I think the Bucks are just going to end up getting a lot better at some point. It's just going to take time. Because I think having that adjust, the adjustment between like, Drew Holiday and Porzingis coming in, I think, is less than having Dame come in. Because although you're adding two new players and, like, all-star caliber players, sort of, with Porzingis, maybe, um, like, Drew's just coming in. He knows he's just going to score a little, pass a lot, play good defense. Yeah. Porzingis, the same. Like, he's going to score when he can. He's there to kind of be, like, a presence. Mm -hmm. But, like, whereas Dame, like, you're taking a system that was based solely around Giannis where it's, like, either – we're going to swing the ball a lot or give it to him. He's going to drive and kick or score mm-hmm. versus now you have like a whole nother threat, but now it's not just the balls going to or like around Giannis anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be weird because this is like kind of the, the first time since Giannis has been like one of the best players in the league where he has kind of had to, he's been expected to share the ball. You know, yeah, like he does share the ball. He's an unselfish player, but there's now going to be a lot of possessions where he might be the number two option, and that's never really happened before. Yeah, um, that definitely will take some getting used to for the team. Uh, but either either way, I'm just like, I don't know. I was kind of expecting Damian Lillard to be more explosive off the bat. I Means I think everybody did, but yeah. at the end of the day. I think he'll he'll catch up soon. Like I don't think it'll take much more time. Just yeah, a couple I weeks hope so. A couple of weeks and they'll be winning. Yeah. Then we're gonna move into the Grizzlies, who are zero and five without John Morant. Yeah, they look really who I think bad. Is still out for another twenty games. It was twenty five game suspension, I think. Yeah, twenty five game suspension. So they, like, honestly, starting if they keep doing this badly for 25 games not that they'll go 0 and 25 they're gonna be kind of screwed yeah but like that might be impossible to recover from yeah um but i think uh a valuable lesson that we may have learned from this is that john morant is really good 
better better than I think a lot of people thought because the Grizzlies obviously suck without him, which is surprising to me because they have Jaron Jackson Jr. Now they have Marcus Smart too. Like they still have a decent squad, and they have Derrick Rose for like great veteran mentorship. I just think like also what I want to see is when Ja does come back, is are they gonna just start winning or are they gonna? still be losing a good amount because they've been now playing 25 games without him. I mean, I'm not sure if they're practicing with him and things like that. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I I imagine that when Ja comes back, it'll probably be like a little while of the Grizzlies still just kind of sucking. Yeah. And then they're going to go on a huge run, maybe try to make a playoff push. But I can't see them having that great of a year this year. The thing, too, is Ja is going to be – he's three games short of being able to win any award because he won't hit the threshold, which kind of sucks because I could see so him coming back and trying to put, like, the league on notice. Yeah, so, like, he's automatically not going to be, like, an all-NBA player. The man could average 50 and he can't win MVP yeah, pretty much. Yeah, basically. Like, well, that does suck. Yeah, because um, I feel like he's going to come back and play very good. Yeah, Um Back when like this whole incident happened, like obviously the the suspension is because he, on two separate occasions, flashed guns on Instagram Live, and then he was also caught like on video at a strip club. None of which is like against the law. Anything he did is just like obviously it doesn't look great for the team, yeah, uh, so or the, or the NBA in general. Yeah, so he got suspended twenty five games, um, and I think you can learn two things from this. A, he's young and stupid, and hopefully he's going to learn from this. Hopefully. And then also the Grizzlies need to make sure that he gets his ass in check so that he doesn't do this again. Because <laughs> so they, they, they obviously desperately need him. Yeah. Um, yeah, but moving on, just a few updates on how some of the younger players in the league are doing. Jalen Duran in his sophomore year, is off to a super good start with the Pistons, averaging 15 points and 13 rebounds on 68% shooting, which the rebounds and the shooting percentage, both top five in the league right now. Oh, really? Yeah. I actually really like him. I use him a lot in 2K when I rebound. Oh, really? He's actually really good in 2K. Yeah. I mean, he's a horse, obviously. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but he, I had admittedly did not really pay any attention to him last year. Yeah. I knew that he was uh, – Really good rebounder and defender, but the Pistons were just so terrible that I never really watched him play. Um, Cade's been playing really well, too. Yeah, Cade has been playing great, too. So maybe, who knows, we'll see the Pistons be kind of a decent team this year. Give them a couple more years and yeah. depending on how they draft. And they're not getting anybody in free agency, but depending no. on how they yeah. draft <laughs> Nobody wants to go to Detroit. Yeah. Um, Scoot, my man Scoot. <laughs> Struggling. My rookie of the year prediction. Uh, Is it looking so hot? Nah, he's doing pretty badly so far. He's averaging nine points, two rebounds, four assists. I still remember when they played the Clippers, he had three points by the third quarter until yeah. they took Russ out for the rest of the game. Then he got up to 11. Yeah, that was just sad. Very, very poor performance. The only thing I can say about him is that he's been consistent because he's had <laughs> he's had no less than I think seven points and no more than 11 consistently mid <laughs> in each of his games <laughs> yeah so and he's like he, arguably he, their star he's not a star obviously he's their star he's rookie their yeah star player yeah he's 
one of the players that they're building around for sure, but they are off to a really bad start. No thanks to him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and then Chet and Wemby, uh, basically just they're still doing really good. The thing is with Wemby is, and I kind of did too. I kind of ex- expected him to score a good amount more, and he hasn't been. I mean, like you expect him to score more than he has. Yeah, I was. Okay, I'm not really anymore because like like the hype around him. I was like, oh, he'll come in. Yeah, his debut. He's gonna have like. 15 to like 20 maybe more than that even mm-hmm. and he looked shaky he got in foul trouble his debut and then he he picked it up in the end of the game and then they didn't give him the ball when they should in the end of the game um, and the me- the media picked up on that there were a lot of people on twitter and stuff saying yeah. that like why did he not he get the ball, the ball in at the, the end of the two minutes yeah. and then the spurs like had a couple mess ups and it cost them the game yeah when they could have won but like overall I think he's looking very good. Mm-hmm. Like he, like I think it's just time. Give him time. He'll like he will start scoring more. Like a lot of his games, if I'm not watching them and I'm checking uh, the stats, like he's like one for six. Like he's just he's just not a, like super efficient yet. Yeah. I just think like over time he'll get to there, and then he'll be dropping like ten, fifteen and a half. Mm-hmm. I think you're right about his scoring. Where like uh, he's probably not like going to be be putting up huge numbers like he doesn't seem like the type of guy to really drop 50 yeah um but he definitely seems to have sort of like whenever he's playing there's like kind of an automatic like couple of blocks decent amount of rebounds most likely a few points yeah he's been just like pretty easily being a good shot blocker and defender, stuff like that. So far, though, during the season, Chet and him are at, like, the same level in terms of, like, mm-hmm. rookie of the year race. And honestly, I haven't been watching the Thunder much, but I've been looking at the stats, and it kind of seems like, to me, Chet's on his way to defensive player of the year. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> he's been getting a lot stats. of blocks. He had, like, a game with seven, a game with five, oh, four. Yeah. Like, he's getting so many blocks. Yeah, dude, he's he's a swatter for sure. I mean – I don't know about defensive player of the year. I can't imagine he'll be averaging more than like three a game, which honestly, if he does get like two point six, two point seven, might be enough. Um, it, yeah, it just depends on everybody else. Yeah, and it also just like, you know, how good his on ball defense is because we remember he got crossed up by Andre Drummond in game one. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I feel like it's just going to be about stats. Like you can have bad clips here and there, but yeah, most awards are stats. That's at least true. It also means you're trying to play defense if you're going to get crossed up. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's how Rudy Gobert won Defensive Player of the Year is by averaging a lot of blocks. Um, yeah. What I said? Yeah. Oh yeah, pretty much. I'm checking how many uh, blocks he's averaging right now. Okay. Um, also, something that I hadn't noticed at all because I haven't seen anything about it until I looked at his numbers, Brandon Miller averaging 17 points a game so far, leading all rookies. Oh, really? Yeah. At 17? Yeah. I mean, part of it isn't too surprising because he's on the Hornets, so he gets probably gets the ball a lot. I'm just su- I'm honestly, surprised that LaMelo has like allowed him to score that much. I don't think LaMelo's as selfish as people think. I don't think he's selfish. I think that he just puts up a lot of points. Like, he gets a lot of assists, too. Yeah. But he's definitely going to no, try to be, like, scorer. the dominant scorer. Yeah. 
I mean, that doesn't surprise me too much. Honestly, all the like the top five rookies have been playing really well. Mm-hmm. The Thompson twins have been playing super well. Yeah, yeah. You know, Wemby has. Brandon the, Miller has. Yeah, this is looking like it could be one of the better draft classes of the past few years. Yeah, honestly, Scoot's probably playing the worst of the top five picks. Yeah, definitely. Which is, which is sad to see. very upsetting for me. I really had faith in him. Chat's only averaging 2.6. I honestly thought it was going to be more than that. But that's still a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. He's he's a great shot blocker so far. Um, yeah, he had he had zero his games the five games he's played he had zero blocks seven blocks zero blocks four blocks two blocks. That's insane, dude. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, it's it's only week two. Uh, it's very early. It's so easy in any sport to just like look good in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. So for sure. like the, the most that any team has played is five games so far. So. Next week, maybe we'll come back with some new predictions. I think by the time we get, like, 20, 25 games in the season, then we're really going to know Oh yeah, where especially the younger guys stand. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll start to get a feel for, like, what teams are going to be the best. I think it's clear that, like, the Celtics are up there. Um, Like, we'll have to see if the Mavs stay like this. Because mm-hmm. if it's just Luka doing this the whole time, if he did this all season – but they get to the playoffs, like they get, a team can shut down Luca, not yeah. shut him down, but they'll slow him down. Well, I mean, with his exact numbers right now, which are thirty four ten and nine point eight, which is basically ten, that's numbers I can expect him to potentially average for a year. Oh no, same. I yeah. I don't doubt that he can do that. It's just we'll have to see how the rest of the team plays. Because mm-hmm. then if he gets to the playoffs, like Kyrie's gonna have to step up, step up a lot because. They play the Lakers. Yeah. Well, we'll Kyrie throw, like, is brought on Luca or someone like that. Like Kyrie has proven that he like can be a clutch pro- playoff performer for like, sure. Yeah, like he hit that shot over Curry in the 2016 Finals. He's a already definitely just like a fantastic scorer, anyways. Yeah, I don't doubt that he can do it. He's just gonna have to do it. No, that, yeah, like I think that if Kyrie and Luca can make a push for like at least the four seed so that they get like home court advantage they can be like a super dominant playoff duo because i I mean luca has already played extraordinarily well in all the playoff series he's been in yeah i mean he's proved himself yeah and then you know Kyrie, i don't think has seen the playoffs in a few years nope but he's clutch when he needs to be yeah i think he's always ready to be in that moment yeah um yeah but that is pretty much all we have to talk about so far this week. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, just uh, picking back up in the 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 NBA news, the daily games. It's great to see new NBA highlights every week. Um, yeah, but that's going to do it for this one. Hope you all have a good day. Thank you guys for listening. Yep, and we will see you next week. See ya.